Praise God. We've been talking about love this month, and uh, we've been ministering on the love as in that we need to walk in love towards other people. You know, the greatest commandment is to love your Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Amen? And so we want to love God and love people, and that's what we endeavor to do at Exceed Life Church. Amen? Amen. And uh, so that's what we want to do. And uh, I want to talk to you today. And this is a two part message. It started last Sunday as in focusing on the redemptive names of God. And, um, you know, God, God is a good God and God is a heavenly our heavenly father. And I think sometimes when we study out God in the Old Testament, it seems as if he's really, you know, very strong and. Uh, sometimes a real hard God, but really God is merciful, He's loving, and He's kind. Amen? Do you believe that today? God is a loving, merciful, heavenly Father. And even in the Old Testament, it was a good, it was a good uh, covenant uh, based under um, good covenant rules for the Jews. And we just thank God that we're, we're engrafted into the tree by the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Uh, so I don't know if we have any natural Jews here or Messianic Jews, any Jewish people here. And I don't think we do. But, um, but thank God that we are spiritual Jews. Say, I'm a spiritual Jew. Spiritual. Amen. And so God is so good. So we are taking Psalms 23. And let's open our Bibles to Psalms 23. And I love the book of Psalms. Uh, it's a book that uh, you should get used to reading. And it will help you to know a little bit about God, His character, uh, who He is. And I, I believe that Psalms is one of the most important books in the Old Testament in discovering God. Do you know God wants you to discover Him? Amen. You know, God purposely, I believe, hides Himself in the Scriptures so that we can go into the Scriptures and find out who He is. God is a discovery God. Have you, have you discovered that yet? And it's amazing as you start studying out God and you start looking at the word, you, he starts revealing to you who he is and who you are in him. And it gets better and better. Amen. And so here in Psalms 23, I like to quote this and uh, I quote it quite often, but it starts off. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. I'm going to recap a little bit. Last week, and then move forward into some more of the redemptive names. What I mean by redemptive name is that, you know, before we received Jesus, we were slaves to sin. Before we received Jesus, we were s- slaves, and, and God bought us, bought us off the slave block, if I may. We're, we're not slaves any longer to sin, and we're not slaves to selfishness, but we're, we're, we're slaves to God. Amen? We serve God. Amen? We serve Him, and, and so we're servants of God. And, and so God bought us back by the blood of Jesus, and this psalm right here, uh, in Psalms 23, we'll be able to recognize and discover uh, some uh, names that God has that that God has given Himself, and, and and these are really precious names. The Lord is my shepherd. That's Jehovah Ra. God is our shepherd, and so He's here to take care of us. He's here to shepherd us. You know, I remember the story of Jesus. He said, you know, that uh, He talks about the hundred sheep and. 
and 99 were there and one uh, went astray. And Jesus said the shepherd left the 99 to look for the one that went astray. And I'm going to say this to you, that God is for those that are away from him, that are, that are you know, he's, he's trying to draw you back by his spirit. Have you ever been away from God in here? Why you've served God, it may have been for a day or two days or a week or, uh, you know, you may have gotten upset with God. But God goes, he leaves the 99 to find the one. And I'm going to say this to you today. Maybe there's somebody in your family that's not that used to walk with God. And maybe there's somebody in your family that that used to be on fire for God. You know what I'm saying? I know all you are on fire for the Lord, but they're not walking with God like they used to. Well, the Holy Spirit is drawing that person. Do you believe that? Jesus is saying that God is like a shepherd that will leave the 99 and go find that one that's lost and bring that one back into the fold. Amen. And so maybe there's some a family relative or a friend that used to serve God. Just just. Be at peace today. Know that God is on the move and that God is drawing that person by his spirit. You believe that today? And of course, you don't you want to keep praying for them. Amen. Amen. Keep stepping out in faith, speaking some words of love, encouraging them to come back. Amen. So the Lord is our shepherd. He's Jehovah Ra and we shall not want, you know, in other words, we shall not lack for any good thing. The Bible says it this way, that those, you know, that the young lions do suffer hunger and lack, but those who seek the Lord shall not be in one of any good thing. So if you're consistently seeking God, if you're consistently seeking after him, you're not going to want any good thing. The Bible says that no one will go hungry if they honor God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? You cannot go hungry if you honor, if you drop on your knees and start worshiping God. God will bless you. He will make sure that provisions will come your way. Do you believe that? I believe that. And so God wants our honor. He wants our worship. He wants our praise. He desires that. The more you praise and magnify God, the bigger God gets in your life and the greater faith you walk in. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? Listen, we should be always thankful, always grateful, always praising God. Make God big in your life. Make his promises big in your life. Take the promises of God's word, of God's word and, 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 and bring them up and, and confess them and make them strong in your life. And so he so so the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. Amen. So he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And I talked about this last Sunday where. Jesus talks about our Heavenly Father. He cares about the birds of the air and he cares about the animals. He feeds them. He will also feed you. Amen. And so Jesus talks about us not worrying. We don't need to worry about what we're going to eat or what we're going to drink or what we're going to wear because God is for us. He's with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. Glory to God. So he's our shepherd. We shall not lack 
for any good thing. He won't, hold, he won't withhold any good thing for those whose hearts are upright before him. Amen. And so we see that he makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still waters. He restores our souls. So we're seeing some redemptive names in here. And here's a redemptive name that, that he, you know, he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He provides for us. And we got, and that name came about when, when God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Jesus. I'm sorry, Abraham sacrificed Isaac, which was a, which was really Jesus being sacrificed in the spirit. Because when you look at it, when Abraham said that he would do it and he went up to the mountain to sacrifice Isaac, God said, you don't have to. And God provided a ram, but he actually provided the lamb, which is Jesus. Amen. Amen. And so the lamb. So listen, if Abraham wasn't willing to sacrifice Isaac, I don't know if he if we would have Jesus. Oh, that's something to think about this morning. If Abraham was not willing to let to sacrifice his son Isaac, what God said was, I'm going to match that sacrifice, but I'm going to bring my son Jesus and I'm going to bring him into the equation. But I'm I'm going to allow him to go through the process of crucifixion for our justification. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? God did not hold back his son, Jesus, from us. Praise the Lord. So we see here that um, that uh, Jesus is our sin sacrifice. And so Isaac was supposed to be sacrificed that day. But in Abraham's heart, he did sacrifice Isaac. But thank God an angel stopped Abraham that day. There was a ram stuck in the thicket. And that's where Abraham said, that's the Lord that sees and provides. And God sees our needs and he provides our needs. You believe that today? Praise God. I believe that today. And so we have to believe that. And so he leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul, you know, leading us beside. So God wants us walking in peace. He's, you know, he's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord. That's our peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is abiding in each one of us if we received him as our Lord and Savior. So you have the Prince of Peace abiding in you. What are you doing walking in fear, doubt, and unbelief? That should be an oxymoron for the Christian. Because we are, we are in Jesus, and Jesus is in us. But pastor, I'm a little nervous. What are you being nervous about? You got God Almighty, of heaven, that maker of heaven and earth. You got, he's backing us. There's no other one that's greater than God Almighty. Amen. He says it in, in, in the book of Isaiah. He says, I know of no other God besides me. And if there is another God bigger and badder than me, show yourself. So we serve the great and mighty I am. That's why he gave that name I am to Moses. When Moses, who do I tell the Israelites? Who do I tell Egypt? Who sent me? He said, tell them I am that I am. God is whatever you need him to be at the time that you need him to be it. He's your healer. Amen. That's, That's the next thing. He's your peace. 
Amen. He's Jehovah Ra, your shepherd. He's, he's Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Amen. And so he's whatever you need him to be. We need to start magnifying God. If you're down and you're depressed today, I would have to say it's because you're magnifying the problem. You're making the problem bigger than God. You're making the weakness that you're suffering or that you're dealing with bigger than God. But make God bigger. Make him bigger in your equation. He's bigger than your financial deficit. He's bigger than the weaknesses of your flesh. He's bigger than that. We need to magnify the bigness of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? The bigger you make God, the greater your faith will be. The stronger your faith that you will walk in. Amen. So we see here that he is, uh, he restores our soul. He's Jehovah Rapha. He makes us, uh, you know, beside the still waters, which he's our peace. And he restores our soul, which means that God wants to restore us to the place of our rightful place in him. Amen. He wants to bring us back into the Garden of Eden where, where Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. And there was nothing broken and nothing missing in Adam and Eve before the fall. They were, they were perfect. They, no sin touched them. They had a relationship with the Father God like no other. And they had no needs in the garden. They were buck naked and they didn't even care about it. They didn't have to worry about trying to figure out what they're going to wear in the morning. or they, they had no comprehension that they needed anything. That's the way we need to be. Now, I'm not starting a new church, okay? So don't come out next Sunday like that. Amen. But what I'm saying is we're clothed. You know, they were clothed with the righteousness of God. And so we see here that he restores our soul. He leads us in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. That's another name that I want to focus on this morning. That he's Jehovah God. He's Jehovah Tiskanu. Say Tiskanu. Five times fast. No, I, I won't make you say it. Tiskanu. Jehovah Tiskanu. What does that mean? He's, he's Jehovah our righteousness. God is Jehovah our righteousness. What does that mean? That means that we put our faith and trust in God, not in us, not in how good we are, not in how how well we do things, not even how many times we don't mess up. You know, we don't count those things. No, we look at the goodness and the mercy and the faithfulness of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So Jehovah, uh, so God is, is Jehovah Tiskanu. He is our righteousness. Let's look at Isaiah 54 and praise the Lord. I'm so glad. You know, the Bible actually says that our righteousness in ourselves without, apart from God, is of filthy rags. Which means that we are not good enough to, to for God, in other words, to make it to heaven in our own merit. That's why grace is called unmerited you know, favor. It's unmerited. It means that we don't have to earn God's grace. Amen. That's a good amen there. We don't have to earn God's grace. We can believe and receive. It's a free gift. Glory to God. Look at Isaiah 54. Amen. This is powerful. Look at verse 17. 
Now, I could read, I mean, the whole... The, the, the whole book of, I want you to study out 54 this week because it's powerful. It would actually reveal some of God's redemptive names in here. But in verse 17, it says here, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Amen. And so we see this. That uh, this is Old Covenant, folks. This is under the Old Covenant. And this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me. Notice that. Their righteousness is from me, saith the Lord. So where do we get our righteousness from? God. I'm going to say that again. Where do we get our righteousness from? God. Amen. Amen. It's not just us standing in our own abilities, seeing how good we can be, seeing if our goodness will measure up to make it heaven. No, it's Jesus's goodness. We put our faith and trust in Jesus and what he has done for us. Thank God for that. Thank God the Bible says a good man will fall seven times, but he'll rise back up again. Thank God. Why would a good man? Well, a good man is not a perfect man. And when you get saved, you're not perfect. But thank God we can stand on the blood of Jesus. We can go to 1 John 1, 9. We can confess our sins. And God is just and he's righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from some unrighteousness. Oh, that's right. All unrighteous. Thank you for correcting me. Amen. From some unrighteousness, all unrighteousness. All. You know what all means in the Greek, right? It means all. All. So God cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So we see here that uh, no, so, so he's our protector. We're going to talk about that. That's another name for God that we're going to talk about in a few moments. But let's look at the New Testament. Let's look at something powerful here, talking about the righteousness of God. And that's in the book of Romans. Let's look at Romans 5. You know, it's good to know your Bible. It's good to read your Bible. It's good that I'm reading out of the Bible this morning instead of the Reader's Digest. Amen. Nothing against the Reader's Digest, but the Word of God will do you more good than possibly the Reader's Digest. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at Romans 5 and look at verse 17. I mean, the whole book is good. Let's, let's back up to 8. It says, For God demonstrated His own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life and not only that but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have received the reconciliation 
Therefore, just as though one man's sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sin, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who have not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was, was to come. You know, Jesus is called the second Adam. But the free gift is not like the offense, for by one man's offense many died. Talking about the offense of Adam and Eve. Much more the grace of God. Somebody say much more. Much more. The grace of God and the gift of grace. Amen. The gift of grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to many. Somebody say the gift of grace. The gift of grace. And the gift is not like that which came through one sin, for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from, uh, came from many offenses resulted in justification. For by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Listen to that. For by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Talking about Adam's sin, which means his sin corrupted the whole world, the whole mankind, and sin entered into mankind's equation. But it says here, for by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more, somebody say much more again, those who received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, somebody says, I have, have. somebody say, I have the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I have abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Notice it says here that when you understand the abundance of God's grace for your life, when you start understanding how much grace, God's grace is bigger than the sin that's in our life. God's grace is bigger than the weaknesses that we may be encountering. God's grace is bigger than the financial deficit that we may be dealing with. God's grace is bigger. Amen. We must believe that. You know, it's more than just reading the Bible. It's believing the Bible and acting like the Bible is true. You can read it, but after you read it, are you still down and depressed? If you are, then you're not acting like the Bible is true. We need to act like the Bible is true. Amen. Amen. Say, I'm acting like it. I'm acting like the Bible is true. So it says here, by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Much more, I'm just trying to emphasize some of these words, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one Jesus Christ. Amen. So when we understand the abundance of God's grace towards us by his son, Jesus, and we understand that we have a gift of righteousness that we don't have to try to earn our righteousness, but it's a free gift bought by the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you, we're going to be hopping, jumping and skipping our way through life. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that today? So he says here, therefore, as through one man's offense, verse 18, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, Jesus, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. Justification. We're justified by the blood of Jesus. Justification means just as if I've never sinned. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? How many people are walking with, you know, uh, uh, what I say is a sin consciousness where you're beating yourself up with your past sins. Hey, if you ask God, if you ask Jesus to forgive you, 1 John 1, 9, then it's thrown in the sea of forgetfulness and you need to be walking with your head up high like a king's kid. Amen. Amen. One translation says that we'll be reigning in life like a king. Why? If you understand the abundance of God's grace, if you understand the gift of God's righteousness, that Jesus is our righteousness, that God is Jehovah Tiskanu, our righteousness. Hallelujah. So when the enemy starts coming against you and starts trying to remind you about your past, you start reminding him about his future. When he starts trying to remind you of the things that you didn't do right last week or yesterday or maybe that sin that so easily besets you, got you down maybe a week and a half ago and you're still mourning over it. And the enemy saying, look, look, he's the accuser of the brethren and he will try to accuse you day and night. He will accuse you to your to the God Almighty. He will accuse you. But listen, you don't belong to Satan if Jesus is in your equation. So really, your sin is none of Satan's business. Can I say that again? Your sin is none of his business. It's between you and God Almighty. But he likes to make it his business. And he likes to condemn and speak into your ears, whispering condemnation. But thank God in Romans 8 it says, Therefore there is now no condemnation. For those that are in Christ Jesus, for the law of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8, 1. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? God is our righteousness. He is Jehovah Tiskanu. He is our righteousness. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, uh, let's continue to read. Praise the Lord. Let's go back to Psalms 23. How many people love Psalms 23? Amen. I love it. There's always, you know, in, in, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it's always types and shadows of Jesus. Jesus is always in the Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Have you found Psalms 23? Let's look at this. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Amen. For, 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 the, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. Notice that, that God's rod and his staff comforts us. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our canopy. He's the Lord, our protector. So, so God will protect us. Even though we may walk through the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death, God will protect you. Have you ever been walking home or, or getting out of your car late at night and had a little bit of fear? You're like, is there, and you heard some leaves ruffle a little bit. Well, you should fear not, for God is your protector. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. We never like to end our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your personal Savior. So if you don't know the Lord Jesus, if you died right now and you don't know if you'd make it to heaven, just pray this prayer with me. Just say this after me. Say, Dear Lord, I believe Jesus 
died on the cross for my sins. I believe he was raised from the dead and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, I'm trusting you for my life today. I'm, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we believe that you got born again. And so we would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our website at www.exceedlifechurch.org. And uh, also, if you have a prayer request, you can also go on that, our website and um, put that prayer request in. We believe that God will, will hear your prayers and answer your prayers. Again, thank you for tuning in today, and God bless you. Tune in next week for the completion of this broadcast. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org.